Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. Perfect? Or I mean, it, no, there are no per, we're, no perfect people, right? Nobody's perfect. I mean, for crying out loud, it's a cliche. It, nobody's perfect. It's true. Nobody's perfect. Well, that means nobody's good. At least not completely, not perfectly. You're at least a little bit bad. Well, if you're a little bit bad, next to God who is holy good, what does that make you? Everybody say it together evil. There are no perfect people. That means no one is completely and perfectly good. Therefore, if we are a little bit bad next to God who is perfectly holy, we are evil. Today, Pastor Robert talks us through this progression and the reason why we need Jesus. Without him, we are forever separated from our perfect God. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert with part two of today's message from the book of Hebrews, chapter one. His love is the main thing. And he tells us in the scripture that his agenda for our lives as we trust him and follow him and serve him and, and rely upon his grace and rely upon the power of the Holy Spirit working in and through our lives, his agenda is that we would be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. His agenda is that you would be just like Jesus one day. Now, you can't do that, right? You're incapable. See, that's what people miss a lot of times. You know, well, I'm a good person. Well, actually, no, you're not. No, you're not. I had a very well-meaning Christian say to me a couple of days ago, you know, we're we're, inherently, we're, we're good. No, inherently, we're imperfect. Anybody perfect? Or I mean, it, no, there are no per, we're no perfect people, right? Nobody's perfect. I mean, for crying out loud, it's a cliche. It, nobody's perfect. It's true. Nobody's perfect. Well, that means nobody's good. At least not completely, not perfectly. You're at least a little bit bad. Well, if you're a little bit bad next to God who is holy good, what does that make you? Everybody say it together. Evil. Next to God. Next to God. Next to that perfect holiness. And it's, it's his house we're going to. According to the scriptures, heaven is his. It's not ours. We don't have a right to demand entrance. No, no, no. See, do you understand? Jesus said, if you being evil, gentlemen, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more your father in heaven? How much more? He desires to give good gifts to us. But first, we kind of have to come to grips with the fact that we're messed up. We are messed up. Even at our very best, according to the Scripture, we're messed up. 
Isaiah said, all of our righteousnesses are like filthy rags because he's perfect in his goodness. But, but see, the beautiful thing is, even though I can't really change that, I can't affect that, I try as hard as I might, I would never be able to uncorrupt myself. I can never undie. Human beings just can't do that. But the Creator, God, once we come to that place of acknowledging it, He steps in. He's willing to step in. He, he stepped in. I mean, what we celebrated here is the fact that, that He came and made it possible for us to be forgiven. He, he came and presented Himself to be executed in our place so that we can be forgiven and transferred from death to life. We can be made alive and, and, and then perfected at the end of it all. And so one day, you're not going to become an angel. No, no, no. You're going to become the perfect you. Did you catch that? I'm still going to be Robert, but perfect. Curly black hair, big blue eyes, broad shoulders, 6'4", I think, is ideal. You know, these guys that are 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, it's just too much. They're always bumping their head and stuff. No, I'm joking. I have no idea what the physical impact is going to be because me, the real me is not the physical part, right? The real you is not the physical part. The real you is the person that lives within the physical part. But, but we still get the physical part according to the Scripture. We get a new body. And yes, it will be perfect. I just don't know exactly what that means. I'm hoping I'll be able to fly. I'm looking forward to that, exploring and stuff. But the thing that I look forward to more than anything else, honestly, is, is that when, when that time comes, see, there, there, there are a couple of people that I believe are going to be waiting for my arrival. I, I, believe, I believe one of them is eagerly awaiting my arrival, my cousin Tony. Now, if you've been around a while, you, you've heard me talk about my cousin Tony. He died two years ago in July. He'd had a rough life, um, very, very, very rough. Lost his dad when we were 12, was in law enforcement for a, almost a decade, and then, and then went completely to the dark side and worked with one of the crime families managing strip clubs. And I mean, it was just insane life. And, and then finally... In his 40s, the Lord Jesus got hold of him and, and changed him. And, and, uh, but he was, he was not in good health, and, and so he, he, uh, a couple of years ago he passed away. But Tony and I had some great conversations, and there was so much that, um, that he wanted to do and, and learn. And, and, and see, it's important to me to know that Tony's still Tony. Perfect now. Without the baggage, without the, without the warped stuff that, you know, were the impact of, of, a, of a crazy life, without the confusion, without the pain. You know, we had a, a young man, and I hadn't thought of it until just now, but um, we had a young man a number of years ago here in the church that he... Um, when we met him, one of the couples in the church, literally, the wife literally tripped over him because he was passed out in the, in the gutter, you know, in South Beach. And relatively young guy, and, and they invited him to come home and take a shower, and they 
fed him a meal and got to know him a little bit. And, and um, he, was, uh, he was addicted to crack. And God delivered him from all of that. And for several years, he was a dynamic part of the family here, and he did great, and everything was, was you know, going so well. But he was just so broken, so confused, so messed up. He relapsed, and it killed him. As so often happens, you know, somebody leaves something like, you know, cocaine behind and and, uh, and like I say, he started with cocaine, it ended up crack, and he went back to cocaine, and, and he overdosed, and, and, it, and it killed him. But see, the beautiful thing, I'm, I'm so sure he had a, a real relationship with the Lord Jesus. And so he's perfect now. He doesn't have any of that baggage. He, he doesn't have any of that. He's, the, the brokenness is gone. The pain's gone. The confusion's gone. It's all gone. He's, he's brand new. And there's so many. I could keep going. You know, my grandfather, they're not going to be angels. They're, they're going to be who they were created to become. Now, I don't know how this whole idea, you know, that we get changed into angels. I don't know, I don't know where that com- comes from because it's, it's not in the Bible. But looking back at verse 10, he says, You, Lord, in the beginning laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain. They will all grow old like a garment, like a cloak. You'll fold them up and they'll be changed. But you're the same and your years will not fail. Think about that. He says, there's going to come a day when all of this is going to be so worn out, you're just going to fold it up like a coat, like an old garment. You're just going to fold it up. Peter says it's going to make a lot of noise when he does that. Second Peter Chapter 3, verse 10 says, But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness? looking for and hastening the coming of the day of God because of which the heavens will be dissolved being on fire and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Hebrews. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at MainThingRadio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. We'd be grateful if you'd take some time today to lift us up in prayer. As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we want to make sure we're listening to our Creator first and following His directions always. Would you also pray for our listeners that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can join in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and Tracy's here with the details. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. 
We need your support to continue to share God's Word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, Tracy. Any amount you're able to donate is greatly appreciated and useful. Thanks for praying about this, and thanks for listening today to Main Thing Radio. Main Thing Radio.